Welcome to Milkshake Mondays. This is going to be a fun time. I'm Anita Helm and you know my husband William. This is an opportunity during the summer that we're going to come together for 15 to 20 minutes just to talk about some things about the Lord in a conversational way, almost like we're sitting and having a milkshake. Now, where did this Milkshake Monday come up? The idea came from, my husband said, let's think of something radical and be in prayer about it. And for a while I've been thinking, what can I do to contribute? And something about me is I love to help people to learn about the Word of God in a simple way. So the milkshake part. If you were to go to the New Testament in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 to 2, it talks about how Paul was talking to a church and he was explaining, hey guys, y'all are kind of still in the world. And he used a word called carnal. But what he was trying to explain is that you're not really ready for the heavy stuff. You are ready for the milk of the word because you're still kind of just learning like babes. And you don't give a baby a bunch of meat. You have to give them pablum or breast milk or just milk in general. So why I called it a milkshake is because of that scripture. And the scripture basically says, I fed you with milk and, with, and not solid food. For until now, you were not able to receive it. And even now, you're not able to receive it. So my goal is for 15 to 20 minutes on Mondays that I would share with you in such a way that would be easy to understand. Things about the Bible that have confused you. I won't be going into the dissertations and these big, long, lengthy things because I'm not a preacher. My husband's the preacher. I'm a Christian. And I know that I still have the requirement to go out and to teach and to share who Christ is. So this is my opportunity to do that. What is the shake, milkshake? Well, it's fun. It's summer. We all love milkshakes. Some of us who are not lactose intolerant, that is. But anyway, most of us love a milkshake. But you think about having a milkshake with somebody and just shooting the breeze and just talking. I want to have a conversation with you all. I want you to talk to me. I set up last night a milkshake Monday's group. So if you have questions or things you want to talk about or you want me to address, just go to that group, sign up. It's, it's public. So just ask the questions you want to ask. And as best I can through the Word of God, I'll explain it in bite size. And if anything I don't get, you know I got a great guy downstairs who's willing to help me. So that's what the milkshake goes. Mondays is self-explanatory. I have a problem, guys, with being consistent. So if I tell you Mondays, I'm going to make myself do Mondays. And 9 o'clock, I know it's late. I, like you, have gone to work. It's been a long day. I'm sure I'd have better hair if I did it at 9 in the morning. But there's so much going on that I thought 9 p.m. would be a time that we'd come home from work, had a moment to eat something, and just chill out. Then we can talk. And then you can go do what you need to do before it's bedtime. So I got that it's late, so that's why I'm not going to take a long time. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. Other than being wife of Pastor Helm, I will be, uh, will be celebrating 20 years this year. But something that people don't know is that for more than 20 years, we've been going to an assistant living facility in Reston. And when my husband started teaching at a different time, the teaching fell to me. So I've had to learn to teach a different way to older people. Older people sometimes can't hear. Uh, they don't always have good memories. Their attention spans are very short. And a lot of them haven't gone and read the Bible because of their eyesight. They haven't been in a church. So I've had to learn to teach to people who are sleeping, people who may be yelling at me, people who are having different kinds of reactions. But ultimately, it's to share the message of, of truth with them. 
And also I've been talking to young adults and kids. And when you teach children or you teach young adults, you have to keep it simple because they don't know the big words. They don't know the churchy words. So when I teach on Milkshake Mondays, I'm going to try to keep it simple. I'm going to try to keep it short and I'm trying to keep it lively as much as I can after nine. But what I wanted you to understand is that this is an opportunity for all of us to learn. So for not, tonight, I'm going to make something pretty easy. Many times if you go to church, you hear the same type of uh, sermons or Sunday school lessons or Bible studies. And that's great because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. And we have to repeat. That's how we learned our name. So I want to share something in a story that most of you may have heard about, the Good Samaritan. And it's in Luke chapter 10. And we're going to look at verses 27 and 30. But I want to tell the story. Now, I put the scriptures in the actual Facebook text so that you can go back and read them. If I were to read every last ounce of a, a scripture, I would take my 15 minutes. So I'm going to synopsize, or let me break the word down. I'm going to say it in a story, and I may read portions of it, but I want you to go back and read it for yourself. That's what I want. I want you to not be lazy. I know it's a bad word, but I don't want you to be lazy. I want you to take 15 minutes. Even if it's 15 minutes with me on Monday, but take another part of the week and go look up some of these scriptures. That's how you'll grow. But think about this story. In Luke chapter 10, Jesus is talking what they call a parable, which is a story. Imagine in this story, in verse 30, that there's a man and he's on his way from Jerusalem to Jericho. He's taking a trip. They say that he falls to robbers or fell among thieves. You know what a thief is. You heard about thief on the cross. Thief, people steal. So that's a thief. He fell among thieves. And then what happened is they stripped him of his clothes. They took all of his clothes off. They beat him. And then they left him for half dead. You know, you're either dead or you're half dead. And But if you're half dead, you're on the way to dead. So the thing about I want you to remember is that this teaching is to tell you about thieves and robbers and how some of us find that we are embracing or we're more attracted to the thieves than we are to Jesus. And I want to talk about that for just a few minutes. If you look at what this parable talks about, it talks about the Good Samaritan, the person that ultimately helped the guy that got jacked up. But I want you to learn something about a thief because a lot of us have thieves in our lives and the thieves aren't just people. They could be habits, they could be hobbies, they could be relationships, they could be jobs, it could be a lot of things that are thieves in your life, robbing you. But in any theft, this is what happens, and this is an easy example of what Jesus is talking about. They take something that's not theirs. They strip you of something that is yours that you possess and take you to a place where after they strip you, they hurt you. They beat you, they wound you. And you were on your way somewhere, but before you got to that destiny or that end point, that thief interrupted your progress and he hurt you. And then he left you half dead. Now, the thing about what I realize is happening with us as people who either don't go to church, kids that don't know about the Bible or about Jesus Christ, or those of you who know about Christ, but then I think we've gotten so into our tradition sometime that we don't know how to go to the regular person that doesn't know all of our church ease and doesn't even want to care about them. We have to talk the talk in a way everybody can understand. So in the case of the thief, 
when people don't want to talk about Jesus, you have to talk about it in this way. The opposite of what somebody does to rob you. And that's what Satan is. He's a thief. He's there to steal, kill, and destroy you. But and what Christ does is he comes, and instead of taking from you, he's going to give you. He's going to provide for you. He's going to help you. Instead of hurting you, he's going to take all of those injuries and those wounds and those things that only you know about. And he's going to draw you closer to him, not to hurt you and strip you of what you already have, but to build you up, to cut away things that are hurting you. And the thing that he's going to do, he's not going to leave you half dead and leave at all. He says, I'm going to, I'm going to stay with you. I'm never going to leave you. And I'm definitely not going to leave you half dead. I'm going to give you life. And he's like, oh, that's so churchy. Oh, that's so fanatical. No, it's not. Many of us are on a journey and we get detoured for bad relationships, bad finances. People take advantage. We're hurting. We feel lonely. We feel like nobody cares. There's a lot of things that Satan is lying to a lot of us about. And we're just so overwhelmed. And when you see these people killing themselves, whether they're kids or they're older people, Satan has lied so much that he's at the point where he's destroying their lives. But what I want you to know is that if you go to verse 27 of that same chapter of Luke 10, he talks about that we have to love the Lord with all our heart, all our mind, all our strength. And he's telling you this list of all, all, because you, God doesn't leave anything half. He does everything grand. Because he loves us so much that you hear the scripture all the time that he gave his only, his only son. I got a couple girls, but I don't have like he had. He had a son that was so magnificent and perfect and in eternity. And he said, I love you. And I love you so much that I don't want you to be half dead. I don't want you to be walking around being beaten and people taking from you and deterring you from your destiny where you were supposed to go. You were supposed to go from Jerusalem to Jericho, but Satan derailed you. So in this milkshake Monday, yes, it's light and we're going to have fun talking about a lot of topics, but I want you to think that I want you to think this week on some food for thought moments. I know I said milkshake, but hey, work with me. I want you to think about some things in your life where you really are embracing people who are robbing you, habits that are robbing you, thoughts that are robbing you, because Satan wants just to steal, kill, and destroy you. And like that thief, that man was on a place to go, and God has a place he wants you to go, and he wants you to grow, but you have to watch loving those thieves in your life and saying, I'm going to give Jesus a chance. And I want you to stop fighting with people so much. And you may think, oh, the way I'm going to get rid of all these thieves in my life, I'm just going to fight. The Lord doesn't need you to fight about the word because the word fights on its own. The Lord doesn't need you to fight people because the scripture that I put, Ephesians 6.12, talks about we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But we're wrestling against those demonic elements in our lives. And you don't wrestle them. You pray to God and let the Lord fight your battle. So I wanted to end tonight to say, I hope you do join me from 9 to 9.15. I'm going to try to keep it short. But I want for those of you who don't know the Lord, I'm going to tell you what I tell the people at the assistant living place. 
At the end of your life, God is not going to ask you how much money you made, how big were your cars and your houses, how fine was your wife, your husband, how much jewelry you had, what you had of any of your resume. Won't care. He's going to ask you a question. Did you accept his son or did you reject him? Stop all your excuses. Did you accept Jesus Christ or did you reject him? If you chose accept, then he's going to welcome you with open arms. He's not looking for you to be perfect. He already is perfect. But he's going to welcome you into his kingdom. If you reject him, then you've, you've accepted the lie of the robber. You've accepted the lie of the thief. And because of that, instead of being half dead, you're going to be all dead. And not just for a hundred years, eternity. So tonight, I am asking, allow the Lord to take you from being that beaten, wounded, naked person that you are on the inside that nobody sees and allow him to love you, to really love you. Because what you're missing in your life that you're trying to fill with the drugs and the, the sex and the things and things and things is that connection and relationship with Jesus Christ. So it's my prayer that something's been said tonight. The word is not returned void. Read the scripture. Find Christ in the experience of your life now. Love you. See you next week.